Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. This is the place where you'll learn cutting-edge personal brand strategies from today's most recognizable influencers. We're going to teach you how to build a rock-solid reputation and then how to turn that reputation into revenue. I'm your lead host, Rory Vaden, co-founder of Brand Builders Group, Hall of Fame speaker, and New York Times bestselling author of Take the Stairs. Welcome to this special recap edition of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. In just a minute, you're going to hear myself and my wife and business partner, AJ, do a debrief recap and summary of our most recent interview with our big takeaways. But before we dive into that, I just wanted to let you know that people often ask us, What is the first step to building a personal brand? And if that is you or someone you know, then you have come to the right place because we have put together for you a free video short course to help you get started. Just visit firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get access. In it, we're going to walk you through what exactly is the genesis of a personal brand and the six key questions that every personal brand must be able to answer, but that almost none ever do. So go ahead and visit again, firststep.brandbuildersgroup.com to get started, and we'll see you there. Now on with the recap. Hey, Brand Builder. Welcome to the Influential Personal Brand Podcast Recap. Today, we are looking at self-publishing. My old friend Chandler Bolt, which was fun to go back on memory lane a little bit and see how far Chandler has come and his team, what they have built. Such a great operation. So yeah, let's dive in right away. We got my three big takeaways as well as AJ's for you. And I think the first thing, which is kind of obvious, but I don't think it's pervasive enough which is the idea that every business owner needs to write a book because you use the book to build your business. And so it's like, you may not care to be a New York Times bestselling author. You may never need a traditional publisher, but the power of a book is magical. And there is just, there's nothing quite like it in terms of the impact it has on your ability to market your business, your product and service. Yeah, that's interesting. That's that's similar to my first one, but a little bit different. And this is something that Chandler said in the very, very beginning of the interview, probably in the first, I don't know, five to seven minutes. So you'll, you'll catch this tidbit right off the bat. And he said, before you start asking yourself the question of, hey, should I do a traditional book or a self-published book? He said, really, the question to answer is, is a book the next best thing to do for your business? And in his opinion, it is, Uh you know, I love what he said. He said, books change lives. Like they change lives. They can change your business. They can change your mindset. They can change your relationships. They can change your financial situation. They can change your fitness. Like books have the power to change lives. Ask yourself, is a book the next best thing for my business? Then worry about everything else. And I thought that was really powerful because I agree in so many ways. A book is a calling card. 
It's a giant size business card, but more than that, it represents what you stand for, what you believe in, your way of doing business, your methodology, your principles, your philosophies. If you really want someone to know who you are and if they're a good fit for you and vice versa, read the book, right? Or, you know, listen to the keynotes, you know, in, in many ways. But I thought it was really interesting. And he said, if you answer that, no, then move on. But if the answer is yes, then that's kind of step one. Yeah, and I think that idea of, is it the next right thing is good? Because like even at Brand Builders, we've got several books that we are working on writing, but we haven't said we're ready to do the first yeah. one yet. So it's there's timing, the, yes. timing matters. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, so my second big takeaway from this was where he said, which I love because this is a guy who has self-published his own books, helps people self-publishes, runs a school that teaches people how to self-publish. And he said- I some boxes. Yeah, we got boxes from when you're actually in the program. And here's what he said. The key to a self-published book is to self-publish a book that does not look like it is self-published. <laughs> and I think that was valuable to hear from him. And I, I really agree with this because I think- you know, self-publishing has gotten to be so easy, which is a great thing, that the downside is, you know, it's, you can print something really quickly and not have it kind of look and hold the cachet that you want it to if it's going to be a reflection of you and your brand and your business. And yet now it's so sophisticated that you really can self-publish a book if you need to or if you want to, but either way you can do it and it can look as professional and clean and neat and powerful as a traditionally published book. And I think that's super important. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. And I think that self-publishing has come a long way <laughs> in the last five for years sure. specifically. It's come a really long way. All right. So the next biggest takeaway for me is I just, I think this is, you know, kind of like a spoiler alert, like, you know, to traditional publish, to self-publish and, you know, Chandler's opinion is very strongly and they're like self-publishing is the way. He said, the only time that a publisher would ever want to do a deal with you is when you don't need them. Right. And so it's like, you know, it's like when a publisher wants you, you don't really need them. Self-publishing is the way. But I thought it was really interesting. He said, but if it's the way, here are the things that you need to consider. And uh, just so I don't mess this up. So I wrote these down. He said, these are the three things to consider. Time, cost, and royalties. Those are the things you want to consider. What are the expenses to get it done, the time to get it done, and then what would you be you know, forfeiting or gaining in royalties? And then he broke it down. He said, and there's two types of costs. There's cost of creation and then cost of production. Mm -hmm. And then he breaks it down again. He says, now creation costs are cover design, editing, and formatting right? Like how does it actually look in the structure of the book? And then production are print inventory and shipping, right? And it's like, those are a lot of things to consider. It's a lot of costs. I mean, it's like, if self-publishing is the way you need to be really clear on what that means in terms of time, resources, involvement, expenses. I think it is the way for so many people, but there's also a lot of work to be done. But that's why I think answering that question first is a book, The Next Right Step, helps make the rest of this checklist 
very much a checklist of, okay, well, these are the things I need to do. This is just the next thing versus what do I do? What's better? It's like, well, these are the things to evaluate. And it's very clear and it's very transparent. It gives you a really good, accurate view of, okay, this is what it would look like for me to self-publish. It was so clear, transparent, and very checklisted, which I love. I loved it. I mean, those same notes about, about the cost. Like if you're considering this, you got to just kind of think through it, treat it like a business. You know, I remember early in our career with our first books, we waffled back and forth between traditional self-published like for so long. Well, just Roy will not tell you this because he doesn't want you to know that it exists, but his very first book oh, was that's right. yeah. self-published. That's right. And it's called No Laughs. Oh, wait, 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 nah, 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 you can't share it. Yeah. They're going to go find it. No Laughs, like N-O, to no laughs like k-n-o-w how to be funny to make more it's an amazing money. book do you have a do you have a copy i do somewhere hidden deep <laughs> in the deck. it's actually a really cute book but we actually did self-publish first that that's right that's right and we purposely didn't want a lot of people to know about it but <laughs> you know so that question comes up a lot should i self-publish and should i traditionally publish i really am convicted that they both can be great and they both can work and it's all about we've done both we've done both and it's all about the right fit at the right time which is what i think we help people navigate but you know, if you wanted me to give you the textbook answer on this question, because we get it all the time, you know, in one of our events is called Bestseller Launch Plan, and we teach how to actually launch the book once you have it. And for me, I say it's pretty simple. It's 10,000 units. If you have a plan to move 10,000 units within the first few weeks of it launching, you should go after traditional publishing. If you've got like that size of an audience of direct reach and indirect reach, you go for it. If not, self-publishing is probably the way. There's enough advantages to self-publishing. And Share so, your little formula. Yeah. You have. Oh, yes. So, so here's the thing. You just got to keep in mind that to become an Amazon bestseller takes hundreds of units in a day to hit a bestseller. To become a Wall Street Journal bestseller, you need to have thousands of units within a week. And to become a New York Times bestseller, you need to have tens of thousands of units sold within a week. And so if you can move thousands of units in a week and you want to go after the Wall Street Journal, you probably need to traditionally publish. But if you're going after you know, a few hundred copies, you know, hopefully in a day or within a few weeks, self-publish. And, you know, if your platform is bigger than that, then you can step up to it later. But there's no shame in either. They're both great. They both have good parts. They both have, you know, more challenging things. But that's my textbook answer, 10,000 units. <laughs> and I think the last thing for me is really just waffling through the question of, well, what are the pros and cons of both? Because there are pros and cons in both. And I think a lot of the, you know, pros and cons of self-publishing, we kind of talked about in my second point and Chandler goes into a lot of that, but then it's also, well, what are the pros and cons of traditional publishing, mm. right? Because those they're there too. And I think one of the things that he highlighted, which I think is so true specifically today is that publishers only want to work with authors who can sell books. Like that's, that's the short of That's it. who they have to not work with. To, not to hate on publishing. No, they, they have to work with that. They, they, they don't not, sell books. They publish books. They're not marketing houses. Right. Publishing houses. And I think that's a huge wake up call. It's like, if you think your publisher is going to market and sell your book, <sighs> you're wrong. Like that's not the goal. They help edit books. They help publish books. They help format books. They help distribute books. So if you're looking for a really big advance and lots of distribution, Maybe you should try to go for a big, you know, publishing deal and get yourself an agent and get a big advance. But if that's not the case, and if you don't have a huge platform, and if you don't have a way of selling your own tens of thousands of books, then 
self-publishing is maybe the best way to go. And I love too, is that we've had him on our podcast before, how Elrod is one of the greatest mm. self-publishing stories. stories of all time. Yeah. He has sold more than 2 million copies of his book and is making tons and tons of money off of this book and has created an impact. empire mm. and impact around a self-published book that need a traditional publisher. And then you've got other examples of people who started traditional and then went soft because they're like, well, I don't need a traditional publisher anymore. And I think that the way that Chandler summed it up, or maybe you said it, I don't know who said it, but I thought it was really good. He said, sometimes you just have to understand is traditional publishing a step in the path or is it the path? And I thought that too was really good of just, you know, is this a way to help grow your notoriety and credibility and get your message out there? Or is it like, nope, I'm just doing it for the advance? Yeah. Right? Is it a money-making thing or is it a step in the path? And I thought that was just really good and clear. That's and, it. and you just, you need to know and remember, writers write, editors edit, publishers publish, distributors distribute, retailers retail, Publishers and nobody sell. sells the book. So whether you self-publish or you traditional publish, you got to sell it. That falls on you, whether you like it or not. There's other advantages or disadvantages, but either way, you, author, creator, influencer, messenger, your job is to sell. And we're here to help you learn how to do that. So thanks for being here. Come back next time on the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. That's all we've got for this episode of the Influential Personal Brand Podcast. But here's some great news. One of the most valuable things you can do to help us and other new potential listeners to find our show is for you to both rate this show and leave a review. So as a special bonus for you, if you leave us a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen, take a screenshot of your review and email it to podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. We will give you free 30-day access to 25 of our most popular interviews on video in your own private members-only area. So go right now, rate us, review us, and then send a screenshot of it into podcast at brandbuildersgroup.com. And we'll get you set up with free access to our most popular video interviews all in one place. Also, just please share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember that building a business isn't nearly as valuable as building a reputation.